I had no business in the food industry. Cooking, cleaning, driving it. It was a shit show. It was a nightmare. We don't know what the fuck we were doing. So I told Matt, I was like, you know what? We need to quit our jobs because there's no way you can do your job. I can do my job and do the truck. We have to focus 100% on the business. I just got a brand new car. I got a baby on the way. It's scary time. It was the hardest thing ever, honestly. All right, guys, welcome to the Gohan podcast, where we sit down with entrepreneurs, business-minded individuals, and people just going ham in their field. And today, we got a legend in the <laughs> building. This man built the well-known brand Compound District, going on 13 years. He brought the first food truck, no, the first hibachi food truck to the city. This man is probably, no, no, not probably. He is the best graphic designer in the city. One of the best dads that I know. He needs no introduction, but help me in welcoming Frankie Guzman. What's good, brother? How you doing? Uh, nervous. Hey, man. <laughs> it's all part of the game. It's all part of the game. Yep, yep. So what we're doing with the podcast, bro, is we're trying to bring people on that are killing it in their field, right? And when I think about graphic designers, merchandise, brands, your name is, is, is up there. And I see a lot of people make, you know, like are trying to get in the game, and I feel like maybe they don't know what they're doing. So my goal today is to put some of these people on a game. Does that sound good to you? Like, yeah. Cool? That's cool? Yeah. Okay, so first question, how did you get started? Oof. Uh, yeah, it goes back to probably high school where mm -hmm. it's, I used to do graffiti. I used to draw. I was that kid in class, never paying attention, drawing on every piece of work, just bombing, just being a toy, just drawing and everything. Bombing means drawing, not like bombs, by the way, <laughs> But yeah, I just fucking drawing on every um, on every piece of paper I had, just drawing, and then I just I was always like a little a uh, little creative, you know, here and there. Mm -hmm. So my drawing started doing graffiti, and then after that, what I, year was this? Take us back. It was I started two thousand twelve. No, 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 no. Before two, that, yeah, yeah, two thousand two thousand seven. Yeah, 2007 and then 2008 is when I started doing graffiti and I joined a crew and then I basically just going around town, just vandalizing, <laughs> just being an idiot that I was um, and then just kept going and going. And then, yeah, basically all through high school, just drawing. I would draw for the high school and then senior year. All my friends are going to colleges. They're all going to schools. Right. Right. And then they're like, oh, where are you going to go? Where are you going to go? They're like, oh, they gonna go here and there. And so I was like, all right. I had no clue what the fuck I was going to do. So Fidham went to Santa Clara one day and they gave us like a little postcard. What's Fidham? Fidham is uh, it's a fashion institute of design and merchandising in L.A. And so they went to our school and they gave us a little postcard and they're like, OK, fill out the check out the box, whichever one that you're like interested in. Right. Right. My dumbass fucking messing around. I checked all the boxes, <laughs> not caring because I, I literally just was just didn't really care in the world. And I put my number and my email at the time and I handed it in. And these food just would not stop calling me. Calling me and calling me. I'm like, 
I would just wouldn't pay. I wouldn't pay much attention to it. And then finally, I researched it, and um, I finally got, I was talking with them, and then they're like, okay, well, if this is what you really want to do, oh, they asked me what I want to do. I was like, well, I like to draw, and then they're like, okay, well, maybe like you would like graphic design. Perfect. So, so I was like, all right. I had no idea what that was. Anything. I just knew. But I, back then, I would always buy like shirts from damn. I don't even know the, what they're not even a, in store anymore. Shaka and no, not, Pro Club. Yeah, like those. But <laughs> it was like um, like Tilly's, like stuff like that. Oh, Anchor Blue. Anchor Blue would sell a bunch of like like toy graffiti shirts, and I was buying whatever. So, anyways, they would tell me, "This is what you might want to do." I was like, all right, cool. And then they're like, oh, yeah, if you want to do this, you got to do entrance project. So after I graduated high school, I um, basically just did an entrance project for like six months every day. I learned graphic design from the jump from Leo from the lab. He's basically a mentor my whole life till this day. Yeah. Um, and he just taught me how to do graphic design. And well, I used to do my entrance project. So my entrance project was a, a soup business. Random. Soup? Yeah, soup business. Like Thai? Like, yeah, Thai and soup, yeah. Oh, okay. So I made, made the logo, made business cards, made a portfolio, everything. And then, um, yeah, I went over there and then I presented it. I was an hour late and they got mad. Frankie's always <laughs> they, late, guys. They were mad. Frankie's always So late. I presented it. So whatever. And then I presented it and they, I heard, I didn't hear back from maybe like a month or two. And then come to find out, I got accepted. Wow. And then they told me I was probably one of the best entrance products they've ever received. So... I was like, fuck, I must be doing something right. And I knew nothing, literally zero to like to nothing. So, yeah. And then that's pretty much it. So that's how you got started. That's how I got started. Yeah. Okay. But now, now we're like, like I said, I mean, I, I only caught back 12 years. So when did Compound District, the brand, the clothing brand, when did that come to life? So that was the same time around after I graduated high school, it was 2010. 10. Yeah, so I graduated 2010, like in August, September when we graduated high school. Right. Um, it was around Thanksgiving, and my Nina told me her, well, my cousin, I guess, Brian, he's like, oh, my son, Brian's working on a clothing brand, Compound. He's like, since you're going to graphic school, like maybe help him out with some designs, logos. I was mm -hmm. like, all right, bet. So I took that on. That's basically, that's when I, that's when I like say that's when it started, 2010, Thanksgiving, like that in November, okay. yeah. Okay. So when I went to fit them, every day, every class, you have to have a work on a project. Hmm. And I use every single person would use that project to build a new business. So me, instead of starting a new business every time, I use the business I already had. So that's when I started the logo, like the colorways, um, the uh, drawings. You're finessing. Yeah, the letterheads. <laughs> like they would do mock-ups for this. So like, so for the first year, they're like, do this, do this, and this. And it was do all different things. But me, I just perfected the you, brand's identity your brand yeah the brand's identity from from the jump and then all throughout the two years i just everything i did was became packaging like logo letterhead business cards t-shirt mock-ups how to stuff do um send things to print things like that so and, wh and where does the name compound district come from so the name is like i said it came from my cousin brian and he was very popular in high school he went to ventura high school and Everyone went to his house to party, and it was basically like the compound. Sounds like me. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. And so that was pretty much it. Like, that was a place to be at, the compound. Like, he just always had people oh. over. Like, that was a place. Like, that was a place to be at. The Does compound. he have a royalty? 
Um, do you I'm pay sure Brian? If, if I make him, if I make millions, <laughs> I'm sure he's gonna ask for some. Once this episode comes out, yeah. he's gonna come collect. Um, but yeah, ever since then, it just it was he started his compound, and then his first design actually was a Godfather hands. Mm, and yeah. then the strings mm -hmm. and then each string was connected to a letter mm. so that was his first one but then i went to school he went to slow mm -hmm. and then um we basically just kind of separated he was busy doing his thing right. i just took over and that's pretty much it mm. and then uh it was first compound distribution because like dst mm -hmm. but then during college i didn't really like distribution was so long to spell yeah so after i did that i cut it down to district as in like as a, I meant that as like community wise. Good call. Yeah. Good call. And I seen when, you, when I was doing research on you, you, you got your clothes into a couple stores, right? Like you got some in Fairfax and LA, mm -hmm. you got some in Ventura. Mm -hmm. Tell the people like, how do you even go about pitching the stores? Like, how do you convince them to put your brand in there when they have like, Vans, yeah, Nike, like you know, they, they you come you come through with your portfolio, and like, how does that happen? How does that work? I think what it was is that they just believed in me and like mm. the designs I had, and like it just was different from everything else that was in the store already. So like, okay, well maybe if it's not the same thing, it's not another skateboarding brand, it's not another this brand. So we'll just put them up, and then if we, and then what it was, I would just send them clothes, and then if it sold, then I would um just go go back and collect the money. Right. And then just refill it every so often. Right, 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 so, yeah. right. It kind of sounds like the drug game a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you would do the re-up. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Clothes. Did you ever, um, did you ever like send your friends in there and like just to go hype that shit up? Like, hey, uh, that brand, like yeah. I want that. Like, and There's, then they have them buy it on purpose just so it like sells out. Honestly, hype. I I wish I did, but it was so far in LA that. It was like I can't really tell anyone to go over there in LA and buy stuff, but yeah, there was a there was a shop on Fairfax that my friend opened, and I was like, as soon as you walk in, my shirt was the first one. Yeah, like I saw on, yeah, Aussie gold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw that. Yeah, yeah. So then you also had active too. So yeah, so down the line, um, my boy, I think it was Vans Jesse, he um, was working with them, and he mentioned my name, and they looked up my stuff, and they like they fuck with me, so. We had a whole collaboration, me and Active. It was at the collection, like right here in Oxnard. Uh huh. At the collection, wow. so we did that, and I was. It was like my first biggest fucking collab ever, you know, like it's fucking huge. Yeah, it was huge. It was like it was nationwide brand, like store, everything. So it was. Yeah, it was. It was big, and then I was always nervous. I asked him, I was like, "Is it cool if I put my name next to your name, same shirt?" Because <laughs> I didn't know exactly what they meant. I don't know if they just wanted my shirts in the store and then make have my own event. You know, like I didn't know if that's what they wanted. Like, no, no, no. Like, put my name, put Active and your name together, and then do some dope designs and go from there. They and seen that. yeah, then we did that. I did like maybe maybe ten designs. So you just went in there and pitched them, or you had a hand? You already had somebody uh, in. in no, the someone. So yeah, my my homeboy Jesse Vance. He um he kind of had a little in, and then he kind of mm -hmm. mentioned me. Word, word, word. But word. it was the point where like my design stood up for itself. You know. Yeah. Obviously, fuck. if it was whack, I'm sure they wouldn't fuck with me. Yeah. So and then once I showed them the designs, what I wanted to do for collaboration, they were about it, and I had, I had a lot of people help me that day. Like well, the whole time. Um, Homegirl Jessica, she did the visuals, so shout out to her. You had Rogue DJing. I yeah, everyone had Jada. Like I had the, whole, the whole gang. I yeah, see that. everyone. It was damn. Bro. Always have help, so I'm That's blessed for huge. that. What do you What do you recommend somebody like just trying to get in the game? Like, yo, 
do you recommend them going to fit on just to, to graphic design schools do you recommend them going um, to like local retail like so far from what you've told me you learned a lot from 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 what from, from where it started high school to going to la to graphic school mm-hmm. to then going to being in shops literally in la and oxnard like you learned a lot of stuff throughout that journey somebody about to get into this game what do you recommend they do or don't do um i mean it's kind of hard to say it just depends it's like they say like you either have that dog in you or you don't like if you it's, it comes with design like if you you can't really teach someone how to design like i mean you can teach them the tools on how to make a design that's already maybe created mm-hmm. but to come up with that design in from the jump if you don't have that then it's really hard to teach someone that you can teach them the tools but to learn how to do that like it just it's i don't know the l's though like the l's like did they have do they have to go to graphic design school so yeah back to the question like do they no. have they don't no. have to, do they fuck no no. Like how how much was that? If you don't mind me asking, uh, oh, give me a ballpark. Shit, just I'm in debt for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> unless unless this fucking podcast fucking pops off, then we'll be straight. <laughs> okay, guys, don't go to school. Frankie said it. No, um. <laughs> but but yeah, honestly, because because this is one of the tools of trade where it's like this is something you could learn literally on YouTube, dude. Everything. Okay. Obviously, if you want to be a doctor, like if you want to be a lawyer, like so that needs like certificates and degrees. Like yes, I get that. Yeah. But when it comes to like graphic design, like YouTube. it's it's all self taught. Like yeah. and Leo helped me from the lab like a lot, even till his day. Always still asking questions. He, I learned more once I graduated high, we'll call it graduated college that year after I graduated because I was doing um, my brand heavy and he helped me a lot just to do things the way I wanted to do. So and mentorship. Wanted to, mentorship That's for sure. That's like, every, it's, it's funny because it's like, I preach this, bro. Yeah. I literally preach. And you know what's crazy? It's like, people ask me, yo, hey, I'm like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Like, can you put me on? And I'm like, I'm like, bro. You guys don't understand. Like, the, the, did you pay Leo? No. Did I mean, you? I mean, I help him now to with like to his day with jobs that he needs and like right. But, stuff but like he that, saw yeah. that you were like yeah. You weren't just like oh hey bro, can you just help he me wouldn't, out? He like, wouldn't. He wouldn't be helping me till his day still if he didn't believe in me the things that I'm. But he sort of, believed in you. Yeah. Yeah. You see, and people, still does. Still yeah, does. Yeah. That's the thing about people. They just they send a DM. You'll put me on. It's like what does that mean? Yeah. I, I've had people. A lot of kids have like. Oh, let me internship for you. Let me do this for you. But then, internship. Yeah, they like they, they want to like free work. They'll give they'll, yeah, they'll yeah. give you the time. Yeah, they want to wash screens. You give them time, and you give they work for you. Yeah, yeah. But I always tell them from the gutter. I was like, you gotta start from the bottom because I learned screen printing and just I was like, all right, if you want an internship, you gotta wash screens. That's the nastiest thing. And it's just dirty. Do the dirty work. Yeah, make them do the dirty. Some work. kids did. Some kids would help. And then by like first week, the second time I hit them up, it's like, oh, I'm available if you want to pull up, and they just never would respond just give it they because all they see right now is like back then i mean that's like 10 years ago like maybe eight years ago the glitz and glamour they just see because that's when back then when like nikki diamonds was like blowing up i mean he's still huge now but like he's the one pulling up with like rolls royces and his chevelles and like his stores and everything right so i feel that they just see they see the end story they don't really see like the the process they they know they see the result yeah so here, this is what I, the way I look at it. Is this is them, this is the goal, and then the in between is the hard work. 
and they don't want to do it. You know what I mean? So they won't get to the end goal. And that's dope. That's dope. Now, as a graphic designer, like, can, can you share with the audience, like, what does a graphic designer make? How does it look like? Like, do you guys pay? Do you guys charge? Is there, like, a rate? Like, is there a market? Like, I'm trying to figure out. Um, I mean, when I first started, when I would. Like is it I said, hourly after, rate? Like, how does this work? So after I graduated college, I just, like I said, focused on Compound, did that. Mm-hmm. And then I would get jobs because I learned, I taught myself how to screen print mm-hmm. because I didn't have money to someone for to do my job. So again, once again at the lab, they would show me how to screen print. Right. And then once I was screen printed, I would start doing jobs here and there. And I'd learn how to like what I would charge. Like it was like 150 a color, maybe 175 a color. And then from there. So when it came to designing, I didn't start designing for people until like, I don't know, maybe like five years later, they would just give me the design already done. But mm-hmm. as an hourly, I started. I don't think I started as as a set hour. I was maybe like no. I don't think I started anything. But then once I find did start doing an hourly, I started at fifty an hour. But that was already like when I was a little bit established. Fifty. Fifty an hour. You charged me a hundred. Yeah, because I'm here now. <laughs> but yeah. This guy, this guy is crazy. But guy. That's why I started at fifty. He did this hat for me. He charged me a hundred. That's for wow, the low too. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, go ahead. So, so I started at fifty, and then basically every year I basically try to go up a year. I mean, I'm sorry, not a year. Uh, five dollars. You see, you're lying. Or you stop lying. I'm to not the lying. People, there you go. So <laughs> right now, I charge from, to this day or right now since New Year, I charge sixty five an hour. But I heard this one of my like favorite designers. He said something. He's like, "Yeah, you might charge a lot." And then a lot of people might not fuck with you because it's too much. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I charge that price is because I have a family now. I'm not going to be doing a bunch of little jobs just for people that don't really appreciate it. Mm. When I can spend my time with my daughter or my son or my wife or whoever it may be, you know. So if I'm going to take my time away from my family, then I'm going to charge what I want to charge and what I'm and what I'm what I know I'm what I'm worth. Right. So I may lose maybe three jobs saying no at 65, but I'll get that one job that does say 65. And then from there, that's just an hour. So obviously it's usually like three hours and then whatever that adds up to. So I'll be fine, you know. And people that usually are down to pay that appreciate the design process a little more. Dude, that's what I was going to say. The cheap clients are a a headache. They take advantage of you. They're such a headache. Like. And then the ones that have the money to pay, they don't even care because they're not tripping. No. They got it already. I have clients this day where it's like I can literally tell them how much things cost within a second. Invoice. Send me the money. Send me the money. If anything, they don't send me the money because I take too long to send them invoice. It's pretty sad that. Yeah. Or they'll send me the money first and then I'll invoice them later. But that's what I basically am trying to reach to. So that's a good that's a good that's a good uh problem to have. Now let's let's transition a little bit. Cause I mentioned in the beginning you got one of the Long, like the longest lasting brand in the county that I know of. Um, but you were also the first one to bring the hibachi concept to. Is it Ventura County or just Ventura Oxnard? Because I don't uh, know. I, don't I know. believe Ventura County. There you go. Ventura yeah. County. It's, it's huge. So, how how was. How so take, take, take me through the journey because I, I thought about doing the food truck thing and then I was like, 
Frankie looks miserable. I don't think I want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely so, was. Like, tell me, like, what? It, like, do I gotta wear a fish, like a hairnet? Like, what's going on? Like, um, let me know. Let me do it. Fuck, that's just that shit's a nightmare. <laughs> that shit's a whole monster within itself. Like, a lot of people want to do it though. So let's talk about it. A lot uh, of people want to do it. First thing I say is don't do it. <sighs> Nah, it just don't go to school. Don't start yeah. the business. This guy just do that shit I'm, on your own. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but like I say, if you, you only do it if you like, I say you have that dog and you have the desire, oh, that drive, all that shit. Like the dog. Yeah, you just gotta have a dog. And you just you just, you can't teach someone. You can't teach someone to have that in you. Like you, can't. you got it or you don't. You got a food truck, I hear. Yes. So talk to us about the food truck gang, because I'm I almost want to start a food truck myself and. I see you and you'd be, you'd be, you, I see you stressing. <laughs> he'd be having the hairnet on the truck. Yeah. And he'd be just like, hurry up, Ham, what do you want? Down bad. <laughs> He's just mad. So I'm trying to figure out like, um, how, how does one get into the game of the food truck? Can, can, can you tell me? Um, well, I'll tell you from the beginning, basically like how the idea even started. Okay. It was, like I said, back to compound. I would do events. Um, that's how it's so close. Basically, I would I had no website. It was pop just ups. it was pop ups, yeah. So I had a I had a bunch of events so close, mm -hmm. and I mean for an event like goes good what goes well with like food and like drinking. You're so right. me and Palmer um, barely met here and there. So I had this food. I was, I was like, okay, well I'm gonna have a pop up. You sell your food, right? And then everyone eats, and like I'll buy some beer, and we always kick it, buy some clothes, everything, right? Right, right, right. So I did a maybe like maybe three or four pop-ups. Right. And um I did those and I had the opportunity. What we talked about is like, well, what if we start a food truck? Mm -hmm. So my baby mama, her her dad um owns like a food truck company. I got his catering. So mm -hmm. he had um a truck available. So we're like what if we just do it? It's like, he's like, we have, we talked to him about it a little bit here and there and he was about it. So he's, he's like, I'm down. So we're like, okay, what are we going to do? Um, I told him, I was like, that's when like the food trucks like boomed in Oxnard. You know, like even to this day, there's taco truck every single corner. Taco Everywhere you truck. go. These motherfuckers are putting tents outside yeah. on every corner, bro. Mm -hmm. The other day, there was two on the same block, but yeah. they were across the street from each other. Yeah, that's, that's where I live, across the street. Well, you're my, right. parents, my parents. You're right. You're that's right. Where parents live, yeah. yeah, I was getting tacos one day, probably like last month. And, dude, the, the health department and the police pulled up and made these guys dump all the food. Uh-huh. And they were back the next day. It just depends. They it had depends. a dog in them, right? Yeah, it just yeah. They do. It just depends okay. on. Okay. I guess they're from LA, so are I they? Guess, yeah. Everyone like keeps saying that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know if they really are or not, but I don't know. they don't speak. I, they don't know. I don't know if they really are, but they're just, they're just from LA. But I guess the rule is if you sell the food on the sidewalk, that's yeah. public, right? So that's why they're able to do it, unless they get complaints, which is why they get like the cops called them and like they got to shut everything down. Okay. Um, so yeah, back to it. It was, I told Matt, I was no. like, there's taco trucks every corner, like, do something different, right? Like, right, 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 do something different. Um, so I was like, let's do a bocce, like, let's do a bocce. Like, it's harder, it's, it's harder, expensive. it's like overhead's insane. <laughs> didn't obviously didn't know that then. <laughs> I just want to do something different, like, everything I do, I just try to do something different, right, try to be the right, best right. at what I do, just Hell everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, oh, let's do a bocce. 
Okay. He's like, all right, I'm down. So I went from there. And um, I guess, I mean, if you want to go even like a little further. I was, like how do we start? Like, do, do who do we call? Like, what's going on? Health department? Um, like, in Tura County, something? Like, who, the permits? Like, what are we doing? So for that, we had the truck already. So we got lucky on that end. Okay. But truck number one. Yeah, truck's number one. Okay. Um after that though, you gotta get the truck inspected and permitted by Ventura County Health. Mm. And they would basically you have to clean the truck, make sure it's all nice and clean, make sure the fryer works, the grill, the fans, um, the propane works, the right, freezer, right. everything's cool. Everything's good. They check everything. They check everything. Um so after that, if you pass, then you get your stickers. Then you're ready, you're ready to go. You get you have to do it every once once a year. Once a year, got it. Okay. So your health permit, and then you're able to sell, and then um yeah, and then I guess after that you're pretty much ready to go. I mean, but I mean we got a little we got a little earlier. I mean a little easier in our sense because we had a truck set up, so we just paid a monthly for running the truck in the right, spot. Right. Right. So it's a truck, then the permit. Yeah. There's no other inspections or anything um, else that we got to do not necessarily just that's it yeah i mean just from the food you handle the rest yeah okay now food truck game how, it's a nightmare how, how much how much how much is a food truck making every night like talk, talk to me i need numbers i mean our truck's different from taco trucks i'm not really sure well you're because they're, they're goddamn they're, play is yeah i know we'll our minimum is like 35 dollars yeah 30 <laughs> I mean, our cheap is like fifteen, seventeen for like chicken steamed rice. That's no, like I the, got the steak one time with the shrimp. No, I know that's yeah. I'm saying, but chicken is the cheapest. It was it was either it was it was buy Frankie's one plate or go get groceries for the week. Yeah, it was. It, I don't know. I was like, it well, was you'll be full for a week. <laughs> <laughs> Guaranteed. <laughs> it was it was fire. I go lie. It was fire. Um, it was a heroin time in my but, but we talked yourself. about it, so it's all good, you know. But okay, so the permit. I mean, the food truck. The permit. What about parking? Because I heard parking is a Mother. Yeah, so that's what I was saying. Like when you said the people were parking or like setting up tent on the sidewalk. So no, parking the truck. Like where you want to like sell I heard food? that's expensive. To sell the food? No, 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 no. Oh, yeah, yeah. You got to. Storage. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's a truck. And then if you get it, say if you get a truck from scratch. Yeah. If you really get a truck from scratch, which is the process what I'm trying to do now. Uh, you got to get usually from Texas or LA. But then they have to follow the exact specs to your county that you're going to live in. Right. So right. Have, if you're, we've had, we weren't at the lab, but we've wrapped food trucks before, right? Yeah. So we wrapped it with like decals, whatever. But uh-huh. we were told like that guy couldn't sell food because their sink was a half an inch wow. too far, too close to wherever it should have been. And they wouldn't get permits. So they're super, super, super strict on that part. Wow. But since we had a truck already that's already made and it, different, ready it to good. go. It was good. So, so yeah, if you get a truck, get the permits, and you got to find a commissary. By law, you have to you have to get a truck. You have to park at a commissary. What's the com- Commis- a kitchen? Uh, commissary is where all the food trucks park, and yet you go in there, you throw your your trash, your grease, and wash it, and then put your food inside and keep it everything fresh, and just do it every day. Wait, so I can't pull up to my crib and just park no. in the garage? No, you get <laughs> you get. Ticketed. I mean, if you want to, I can't put them, like the steak in the in the fridge. Like, in the, what if yeah. I have like two? What if I have a fridge in the garage, two fridges in the garage, and have an and I have a big garage? Can no, I, you can keep the food as long. Obviously, as long can as I it's park like, there too? but the truck wise, no, you got to park at a commissary. That's some bullshit. Yeah, I mean, that's some bullshit. And then I I heard it's like a thousand bucks, bro. Is it a week or a month? 
It depends where you park <laughs> commissary wise, but I think average price for now to just to park is like around fifteen hundred um, a, a month. A month between two, between two to fifteen hundred uh, a month. Yeah, but I mean, if you're out every day, I mean, you do the math, you should be good. You should be straight. We got all the so. So, what overhead does a food truck have? Ours, ours specifically was is insane because we have lobsters, we have fillet, we have steak, shrimp, oh chicken, we have the uh, <laughs> rice, we have wings. Compared to um, a taco truck, where it's just pastor, carne asada, yeah, and, <laughs> and tortillas. That's it. That's it. So Shit. our that's why our prices are so high. So because we are gonna make up for it, but yeah. Okay, so. But I mean, as of right now, I could tell you. So when I came to the food truck business, coming from a graphic designer and screen printing and all that stuff, right? Mm-hmm. I had no business in the food industry at all. But you had the dog in you. Yeah, that's why I did it. Like you could do whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> once I once I realized I could do this like taco truck thing or the food truck business, like I realized like Sky's I, have, I have no bit. Like I'm telling <laughs> you, I have no business doing this. Cooking, cleaning, driving it for permits. Like I you only drove knew, the truck. Yeah, I still drive it to this day. It's everything. Like it's nuts. So when I go <laughs> from one world to another world, and like I knew it didn't take overnight, but like I did it within a year. Like every single day, it just just got better and better and better. Like and now I can run the whole shit by myself. Bro, to be honest with you, bro, I'm gonna give you your flowers because you make that shit look easy, bro. I'm <laughs> telling you. Like it's not get, always what it seems. I know, but yeah, I, no, know I know, I know, yeah. I know. But like, just from the out, from the from the outside looking in, bro. Yeah. Like, you guys just like kind of blew up. Yeah. You know what I mean? But right now, you're describing it as like a scream movie three or something, like a nightmare. Yeah. But you guys made it look like romantic story. Like it looked yeah. really nice. Like the food was on fire, the plate, the pictures, the videos. Yeah. You guys were popping up everywhere. Fuck. Instagram reels were going crazy. Your following is huge. Yeah. But you're not describing that. But yeah, so yeah. but the so basically how we blew up, I guess I would say, is it was during COVID. COVID. So during COVID, all the businesses were closed. They have no choice. Yeah. So all the businesses were closed. No one's doing anything, right? No one's doing anything crazy. It's like you gotta stay home. No one's starting businesses. People are losing businesses. Yeah. Like oh, yeah. crazy. Like yeah. So to go back even further, I had a job. I had a nine to five job, like part time. Matt was a uh, head chef at I forgot in Ventura, so he was doing his shit. I was doing mine. I just got a brand new car. I got a baby on the way. Damn! And then, like basically, she's not even born yet. I don't think like she's like basically everything's like it's scary time. It's happening. This is like the stories you always hear, like oh, like I like all this shit going on. So then that's when the business for the truck came in. The idea. So I told Matt, I was like, you know what, we need, we need to quit our jobs because there's no way you can do your job. I can do my job and do the truck. We have to focus 100% on the business. So you guys both quit. So, yeah. So one day, wow. it basically, after all this shit, like, I got a brand new car. Like, I got baby on the way. He's doing head chef. We're making money to cover our, our needs or necessities. Yeah, yeah. So I told him, I was like, all right, we got to quit by this day. And I quit first. And I told Matt, and Matt was so scared. He quit. I did it, you did it. Yeah, yeah I did it. So it. I texted <laughs> I literally vividly remember driving home. It, oh God. it was scary. I like I, t- I put my two weeks notice in. I, I was like story, I put dude. my two weeks notice in. I was like, all right, I can't do this. Like I why not my boss? He understood. He was like very like cool about it. But I, I remember texting Matt. I was like, I did it. 
Like, now it's your turn. <laughs> and then he was like, he was a little nervous. That food didn't quit for like another two more weeks. Like, he fight, <laughs> but he finally did do it. And then um, basically put everything online. And then I, maybe we spent maybe little night. It was like within two weeks, less than a month. We put the menu together. I designed the logo. Of course. Um, we had a soft opening at the yard. People like we call a lot of our friends for like just yeah, tasting. Of course, of course. For tasting. And then now from now on, we got a lot of feedback from everyone. Yeah. Like what we should do, how's the flavor, how's the packaging, the timing, everything. It was a shit show. It was a nightmare. We don't know what the fuck we were doing. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. I didn't know how to take orders. I was writing on pieces of paper. It was it was it was bad. That's that's business though, bro. It's like yeah. you just you just figure it out. And like, then that that's day, all it is. Yo, it is, yeah. And that day we had like fuck, maybe like four or five people on the truck helping us. And then finally, like now to this day, like it could literally just be, I mean, obviously we need more than one, but it could literally just take two people to run it. To yeah. run it. Me and Matt will be on the truck and they were so busy. Me and him will spend like maybe four hours and not even say a single word to each other. Which I know what I'm doing. He knows what he has to do. Right. We do everything. He does the food. I do the cleaning. I'll help him with the food here and Grind. there. Take orders, pack it, ready to go. <laughs> Back and forth. This was cool. so. This was a few years ago. Let me ask you a question. Today, uh, some time has passed, right? A few years. Like, do you have it figured out? Fuck no. I'm still figuring it out every day. Still figure. I'm t- every bro, day. I wake up sometimes and I'm like, I'm kind of scared today, bro. Like, oh yeah, I'm... I didn't make any money. Every like, day, but, every but, day but comes the, a new problem. But people are coming at me like, hey, this invoice is coming at me. This, I owe yeah. this person money. Like, the oh, bills yeah. do not stop in business, bro. It's so yeah. ridiculous. But then it's like, but then when you, like, make it and you're making progress, you look back and you're like, I didn't know what I was doing, but I figured that shit out. Yeah. It's like such a good, it's so, like, that's why this podcast is going to be huge. Yeah. Entrepreneurship, bro, is like. Yeah, there, there was when we first started, we we did really well. It's tough. It's really, really tough. It, it's the it was the hardest thing ever, honestly. You know what I mean? It was so, the hardest thing ever, but we just kept going and kept doing it. So, what, what's the next venture for for Frankie Guzman? Do you, can you um, share with us what that is, bro? Right now, the next venture is just to get our food trucks down. We're just getting fixed. Okay, they'll probably be up within the next week or two. Mm-hmm. Um, get a new food truck. Mm. Um, get a trailer. Okay. Um, get one of those, just revamp the whole vision, the whole, yeah. the whole look of what of gourmet district is, um, add menu, add things to the menu, mm. just basically just do a whole new vision, you know? So there's that revamp, like revamp, you're, you're, yeah. gonna, you're coming out yeah. next season. You're coming out strong. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that. that one, we're doing that. Um, and then basically my team that's always helped me since day one, like, all my boys, like even the girls that help me in the truck, like without them, honestly, like you need a team. You need a team. <laughs> Yo, shout out to the team, yeah, man. Shout, out to, the shout team. out, shout out to the homies. All, all of them. Because without like, them, we're not shit, bro. No, yeah. You know they I mean? they've saved my life so many times. Yeah. So with that, yeah, get a revamp. Um, hopefully, get a warehouse soon for um for because I print for a lot of businesses as well. Trying to get a warehouse. Yeah, get a warehouse to do screen printing for businesses. So I print for all the high schools. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So I prefer uh-huh. high school. So do that, um, and then use Wait. that warehouse for to print for compound as well. Okay, but can I get like a little section in the yard? Like, can I like? Will you? No. Let me get like a little. <laughs> I, you won't even notice I'm there. A thousand dollars a month. <laughs> Damn. I don't um, know. But yeah, besides that, warehouse is just like for printing for people, uh, for a brand. 
Um, and then my website's dropping soon for the brand. Okay. Within what's the website? Compounddistrict.com. It'll be it's already basically it's all designed, mm-hmm. but I'm gonna be from now. I mean, I don't want this podcast doesn't come out within maybe a week or so, but within maybe a month, I'll say middle of February, the website should be like ready to go. And like I'm gonna do campaigns, photo shoots, uh, samples, like right, I'm gonna right. do like send people stuff and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So hell yeah. Um my if you want my address for to send me clothes, I got uh, you. You could do it. Yeah, okay. Um well, guys, Frankie Guzman, he lets you know the do's, the don'ts, and this guy, he's like a brother to me, really good friend, and, and I want to say I'm proud of you, bro. Thank you. you. I've known you for 10 years now, mm-hmm. and I've watched you come up, and from tagger <laughs> to businessman to great father to now... I don't know if I'll, I, I want to say an inspiration for the city because you, the food truck, the, the clothing brand, the everything that you're doing, bro, I, I, it's, it's huge. So I want to give you your flowers. Thank you. Um, and we're going to leave this podcast with words of wisdom. So I always ask the guests, like, if you had to say this, if you had to say something to a little Frankie that's going to watch this, like, what would you tell him? <laughs> like, put him on some game. Um, fuck. Don't give up. Keep that shit going. Fuck what people say. Like, always like corny shit. Like they, they're gonna hate no matter what. Just do it. If it makes a shit, if it makes you happy, just fucking do it. Just keep going. Fucking the next day. You never know. The next day might be it for you. You're gonna make it. Just keep going. One more day. Just keep going. One more day. One more day. One more day. You'll be there. <laughs>